Okay. What? Uh, are we live? Are we live? Okay, cool. We got the we got the all clear from Austin Slate. Hey, everybody online. If you're joining us live on this here Tuesday, or if you're watching this uh, after the fact on a Wednesday, I'm gonna share this right now on my Facebook. Thanks, Mike. I actually shared it already, so I you beat did? you to it. Yeah, I, beat you. I tagged you in it too. I, you did. Yeah, it's cool. Hey, if you are watching live on Facebook or YouTube right now, jump into the comments and oh. just let us know. See, you just found it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, cool. I was just telling Mike that I uh, I uh, I just switched password managers. And uh, it's That's, been a big ordeal because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a whole thing. It's been a there's been a lot of a lot of data being switched around. So let me know your favorite password manager in the comments below. <laughs> don't. Yeah, please don't. Don't do uh, that. And please don't save. Please don't use the same password for every single thing on the internet. What about one, two, three, four? One, <laughs> two, spaceballs. Uh, yeah, no. And one other thing too, I I didn't think to mention. I've been growing my beard out. Have oh. you seen this? I have now. <laughs> <laughs> You're now looking at it, aren't I you? I am, yes. So there's this weird phase that I'm in right now, and I have to use this thing called beard balm. How long are you growing it out? What do you want to do? I don't look like a Viking. I don't know that I can do that because we can't, we don't have a camera. Well, we don't have somebody, we don't have a camera that can zoom in on Mike's face right now, but Mike does, Mike has patches. Well, no, you have the thing. Right now? No, not right now, but no. um, Mike, I don't know. I'm the, I'm, my, Dad couldn't grow facial hair either. I just don't want to. Like I, I have you ever tried? No. Well, you had the thing. I had like a little soul patch when like, it was in unnecessarily. Yeah, when it was for in. a while, for sure. too long, probably. Sure. sure. Like the the youth pastor of two thousand seven kind of thing. Keep, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. This is great. Uh, this is great um, content. And no, I just I it gets itchy after a little bit. Yeah, but you got to get you got to get through that. Yeah, phase. I don't want to. I don't want to. What? Let's let's. I don't want to pass. I don't want to. I don't want to get past it. You don't. Yeah, it's you don't want to acquire the taste. Yeah, it's like when people say, "Oh man, coffee. Yeah, it's an acquired but, taste." I was like, well, nah, I maybe don't want to work to maybe taste I, something. Yeah. I mean, I like coffee though. Well, you know, problem. I do too now. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, uh, I don't know, tonic or something. Like, I don't want to like tonic water. It's just getting older. That's what it is. It's it, your your experiences you, in life get. You dulled. like what you like. Yeah, they just it just gets dulled I, to the point of just like I understand. This is what's happening right I, now. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know, but I was talking about my beard thing. Yeah. And oh, right, your beard. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. where we are. But it's, so this is two weeks in. Okay. And I noticed when I took my mask off right before the show, right. it pulled on some of the hair, and I went, ooh, that's weird. It didn't used to be that long right here. Yeah. So if you got any beard tips, let me know in the comments <laughs> below, too. I do know it's weird. You have to, uh, and this comes from my wife being a hairdresser, so I guess I picked this up. You have to okay. trim the hair to make it grow better. Interesting. Did you know that? I, no, but that makes sense, though, because sometimes people, guys who grow beards, it just looks really thin and wiry, you know, and because yeah. they think that, like, I just need to get, I need to get through this and grow it. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Johnny Depp. <laughs> Living in I, I Paris. Know, I know Living you're listening to this. Living his best life <laughs> in Paris, you and your dog. Congratulations. We're big fans. Big fan. I yeah. like that Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I did like Edward Scissorhands, too. Okay, so that's not what we wanted to talk about today. Did you know that Edward Scissorhands was shot right around the corner? Of Bay Hope? Yeah, like in, in a neighborhood in like in Lando Lakes, in Zach's, Zach's neighborhood, actually. No way. They shot, yeah. Do they have, like, the house memorialized? You know, I don't know. I He told me that a couple weeks ago and then just moved on like it was not a big deal. That's said, a huge wait, wait, deal. Wait, 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 wait a second. That was a formative movie for was, some of that us. That was a movie yeah. that was shot there. <laughs> it, it was. In the Austin, early have you, ever, 90s. have you ever seen Edward Scissorhands? Okay. Well, he's okay. a millennial. I've heard of 
Well, he's not even millennial. He's Gen Z. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's cool. He. It's a movie. He shaves things. Yeah. It's kind of dark. Anyway, um, what's not dark is, segue, uh, what's not dark is what we wanted to actually talk about today here on the weekday. Um, if you've been around with us at Bay Hope for maybe the last, let's say, what, two months, three months-ish? Sure. Uh, three months. Um, so Mike is our worship director, and Mike has an incredibly creative uh, brain. Uh, wow. And an incredibly creative team. I mean, you're technically yes. part of the creative team. Team, team is, yes. But, of which you happen in on occasion. Sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> I, I don't have the creativity that you have okay. uh, in terms of music and in terms of all that. And so um, that's right. we, we have, okay, thank you. Uh, this is a mutual admiration society. Yeah, like, do you want to just see, do you, you, you pat my back. I was say, do you want to fish for, as I fish? Do you want to? Yeah, cool. I would never be as good as you at athletics mike i mean the beard hair that you grow is much better than anything i could ever attempt i mean honestly though the, your hairstyle is yeah so much better than what i, I mean, have you on. make bald look cool oh you make tall look cool <laughs> all right um is that is that good genuinely average cool. yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome and here and we're back anyway uh here at the, here at Bay Hope, um, our creative team, especially and, and and Mike as the leader, they release a lot of original music, and so we we talked about this back before Christmas uh, as we ran through the Christmas EP. Now that that music, the the source material was not original. Obviously, it was Christmas carols that we've all known and loved. That. Uh, and then <laughs> and then you live that, yep. and then Mike and his team kind of mm, turned it into something that was very Bay Hope and very cool. And it honestly, um, you put it best. In by saying that we had the most fun, you guys had the most fun this Christmas playing that Christmas music. Yeah, because it was Bay Hope. Yeah, because it was yours. Yeah, it was our genuine expression of songs that we've sung and right. played, you know, over and over again. Right, right. So, and yeah. so I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to talk about that today too. Okay. Uh, a couple of months ago, uh, Mike debuted a song. Mike and his team debuted a song uh, called "Freedom" uh, from the platform. Uh, is it called "Freedom"? Is that there a different name? I think so. Because the the one that I pulled up I from know, it YouTube, says "Freedom Song." It says "Freedom Song," and that's the Bob Marley thing. And so Ooh. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, but anyway. Uh, so Mike, did you bring a clip? <laughs> uh, did you bring a clip? Yeah, I did. I, I do okay, have a clip, yeah, uh-huh, actually. Cool. So before we go anywhere, uh, we want to play just a little bit of this and just to kind of jog your memory. And if you've never heard of it, the links are in the description of this video or the description of this podcast. Uh, you'll be able to listen to the full thing cover to cover. But Austin, can you can you hit that? So help me to release all my anxiety. So 
that's freedom or freedom song or I think just freedom. I like freedom. Yeah, I, I like the the motif and the motive sure. behind it. Sure. Um, but what I wanted to do actually with Mike is kind of interview him about the song because honestly, uh, I love the song. Uh, I love what it stands for and I love where it came from. So uh, do me a favor and just give everybody watching and listening and all that uh, kind of the background behind yeah. it. It's funny, like going through the songwriting process. I don't. I'm. I haven't written like a ton of songs. Um, I've been around a lot of people who have written and kind of been in that world a little bit, you know. Uh, but it's weird to see kind of how like songs form mm. after a while and the, the different you know avenues they take. And so, I mean, it's actually really cool. I I started this song at our staff retreat, which was a year ago next week. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, the world had not blown up yet. Yeah. Well, it's on the verge of blowing up. Um, and, you know, it's so I, I actually... Quick time out. The very first case of the coronavirus in the United States was discovered a year ago yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Which was the 17th. Yeah. 17th of January. Yeah. 18th of January. Um, and so, you know, going into last year, um, going into 2020, I was... I wasn't cyn- uh, I wasn't cynical, um, but I felt like I was suffering from cynicism, if that makes any sense. From what? Fatigue? I don't know. You know, just like cynicism of the church, cynicism of just kind of feels like things are in a rut. Mm. Um, I mean, little did I know <laughs> that everything was about to change. Um, but I just, I remember going into the retreat thinking like, I want to be done with cynicism. And, you know, this is not, I don't mean this to be a name drop at all. Um, But when I was in Belarive, and this is not like a humble brag at all, because this is, this was a really cool experience. And this was something I went into thinking about um, last year. But we actually got to have dinner with Chris Tomlin. Sure. um, Because we recorded our first album with Chris Tomlin, uh, or I guess in his studio. And one of the things he was talking to us about um, was basically just like, don't ever be cynical. Hmm. And so this Chris Tomlin, who has done so much for worship music and for the kingdom, his songs are being sung around the world, you know, in, still. in, yeah, in, in so many different countries still have impacted so many people have brought glory to God in so many different and really cool ways. Like that was basically the only thing he told us at the dinner, at the dinner that we had with him was like, he whatever, just kept repeating that whatever over and over you, and over. yeah, it's just it was really weird. Like, Man, where'd you, you get okay? this steak? Did you have a stroke? Don't be cynical. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but so like that, it really has stuck with me for a really long time. And I think you know, like I have a tendency though to to be cynical or to be just kind of like I don't know, get really callous hmm. with stuff, and not in like a way that is. I don't know, super detrimental to the people around me, but I just, I feel it in my heart. You know, I feel like when my heart starts to get calloused over. And so that's, I went into the um, the staff retreat thinking about that. Uh, and so right after the first session, like Matthew got up and spoke and did, does what Matthew does and just like Made completely. Made us feel awesome and yeah. fired us up. And- well, and just, you know, like really put how we were supposed to be feeling, what we were supposed to do as a church in like this really cool light. Yeah. And I just remember writing down, um, you know, like these things um, that like really spoke to me during the session. And I was just like, I, so I just said, is this what, uh, so he was talking about leading out of gratefulness. And mm. um, I was like, is this the antidote to my cynicism? Uh, is this the cure to my broken heart? 
Um, you know, and then, so I just, I just started, you know, whom have I, but you, and all is gone. Uh, when all leaves I'm left, um, you know, like, so wash away my anger, uh, yada, yada, cleanse me of uh, the fear of my control and hold me close. Um, and so even right here, like these words that are, are in freedom, like are really starting to take form and just like me just writing, you know, um, it's, it's not about being right. Uh, he does all things well. Uh, and then at the very Ooh. bottom, one of the last things that I wrote, uh, oh, that's, that's one of the things that really got me from the retreat was just when you're talking about Jesus, like he does all things well. Mm. Um, and that was just really cool. But at the very bottom, I wrote, give rest to my rebellion, humble my soul. And I remember like writing those words and feeling like, um, physically shaken by that. Just like, holy cow. And so in between the first and the second session, I went to the piano in the sanctuary at Clearwater United Methodist, which is where we were. And I just sat down and I played that beginning piano part, doom, boom, doom, doom, doom. And I just said, give rest to my rebellion, humble my soul, cleanse me of the fear of what I can't control. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I got something. Oh, and it just like, it felt so like honest to what was what I was trying to like will my soul to do which is like I gotta leave did you know John Michael and I were in there when you were doing that no oh yeah because I was in the back <clears throat> and then John Michael was on the other side yeah behind you so the, the piano was facing uh like towards the wall yeah uh and I was back in the back sitting there and John Michael was like on the back other corner sitting there too I did not know that, that piano sounded amazing. Yeah, it was super cool in the room. It just, you know, felt really cool. But I was like, all right, well, like that's just from like a songwriting perspective. I was like, okay, that's something. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, it's really cool. Like I'm going back and looking in my journals because I knew that we were talking about this. And before, so January 6th, which is really funny because that's when all this stuff happened at the Capitol this yeah. year. A year ago from that day, um, I just wrote. Life. Something's going to happen to the Capitol. Well, <laughs> no, I just wrote, uh, <laughs> it's on the back of the Constitution. <laughs> Nick Cage showed up and went, whoa. Yeah, yeah no, um, I'm not trying to make light of that, but um, I'm making light of National Treasure and Nicolas Cage, which I think we're all always, okay. We're always, all okay with please that. Please yeah. do that. <laughs> uh, Guys. But so even before, so like, it, so I, I read that, what I wrote in the, um, you know, during the staff retreat, and I opened up my other notebook thinking that, this is what it was, but this is actually before. This was two weeks before, mm-hmm. um, and it just said, "Life is hard, but your yoke is easy. Our responsibilities are difficult, and your burden is light." As I enter into this year full of enthusiasm and creativity, would you teach me of your goodness and mercy mm. that follow me all the days of my life? Mm. Help me to approach each day patiently, expectantly, embracing all that this life has to offer with uh, kindness and grace. So easy is your freedom, and so enticing are my loosened chains. Mm. Allow me, lead me. Welcome me to your unforced rhythms of grace as I slow down long enough to breathe in that which you humbled yourself and died for. Mm. And so like, I think even going into me writing that one verse as like my one, that first prayer that I had in it, like I just, I had in my, my mind, like this idea of freedom. Um, and you know, just real quick, uh, there was, and then at the retreat too, that we read from Galatians four, which yep. is about inheritance, yep. but it's also about slavery. This is when we live. And then I wrote down when we live in slavery, uh, we are taking the inheritance of a slave, which is nothing. We are denied an impactful legacy and minimizing our ability to provide for the generations ahead. When we accept our roles as sons and daughters, true heirs of the King, our slavery and chains are thrown off and the inheritance of a creator of the universe. The one who is repairing, restoring and renewing is ours. Hmm. 
the one who, whose currency is love and marked by sacrifice and generosity is ours. We are given that an inheritance. Um, and so like this, this idea of an inheritance and, and a slave, and I was just like, man, like all of these things were sort of like convalescing or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it just, it's real. So again, like what I'm saying, I know in a long arc, you know, it's weird to think about where a song starts and kind of where it ends. And it is like, I haven't gone back and read this until today all this stuff because I was, I probably didn't finish that song until May. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all this stuff happened with George Floyd and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, man, like this is actually really great for what we're going through with common ground or what we want to do. And just, it felt like over this past year, like time and time again. um, And then even, you know, leading up to a week and a half ago or whatever, two weeks ago, just feel like, man, I just feel like there's something about what's happening in this song or like what, what I'm trying to say, which I, I don't even fully think that I've been able to like fully clarify or define through the song, but I just I still feel like there's something that's really um, prescient there mm-hmm. that like we as a people can like pray together. So what? Uh, go back to May then. So you finished it in May. Yeah. End of May, beginning of June ish, right yeah. around. Well, yeah, right around the time of George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, Kristen's calling. No, no it's not. not. <laughs> uh, usually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. So in terms of like, let, let's go to the nuts and bolts, the refining process of it. How did, when did you say like, this is done? Yeah. Um, was that in May or was that like when you had to get it ready for Common Ground, which was the end of August, well, middle of August? I think I, the hardest time I had was right in the chorus. Okay. Um, and then I, and then it was uh, the bridge. So I finally wrote the chorus. I was like, great. Uh, I still need one more verse and then the bridge too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was probably like, it was before the George Floyd stuff happened. Okay. So it was probably done at like, in like the end of May, but okay. like a week before the George Floyd stuff happened. Okay. So then you got it ready. Really the first time you had to put a chart to it was yeah. common ground. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by what I mean by putting a chart to it is actually usually songs just live in a head or in a journal or something like yeah. that. And then you have to chart it out put the words down yeah Yeah, you have to put the words down in the core the chords down or whatever notes you want to put down for your musicians so that was the first time you did that was for common ground and if you haven't seen common ground it was kind of our conversations uh five different conversations about race and inequality in the church and also in society as a whole uh with a bunch of other worship leaders it's a multicultural worship leader gathering and it was very cool um, that was the first time I'd heard the song outside yeah. of just you playing in the piano right there or whatever. Right. Uh, and it was like, it's one of those mind blowing things. I love the song. I really do. Um, and I love, I love what it, what it actually represents, but what is, what was the response of kind of the congregation when you, when did you first introduce it around here? I think we did it back in October, like maybe right November. After, it was before Christmas. Was it before or after we gathered, regathered physically here? Yeah, yeah, it was it was when we 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 had already regathered, okay. so that puts it sometimes between October. September and November. Okay. So, so what was the what was the reaction from the congregation? Because I was back here and I never saw yeah. what they felt. I don't honestly, I don't know. Like I can't remember. Um, was that because of masks? <laughs> partially, I'm being yeah, partially. I think. Well, and like the amount of people that are in the room, it's really hard to because there are still people in the room. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the responses that we've gotten online uh, with the stuff with common ground. Yeah. Um, and even I, I reposted it on the day of all the capital stuff. And it was just like, I feel like, you know, like this is something we should be singing or whatever. Like, I feel like people really responded well to it. Sure. Um, and I don't know. I feel, I've, 
I know that for me personally, like I respond really well to songs that feel personal, Hmm. um, that feel, you know, like we've been in the church for so long now, you know, being a part in, I've been a Christian, you know, for almost 20 years, over 20 years now. And, you know, been in full-time ministry with, you know, you and I for over a decade, decade now. And I'm just, I'm sick of Christianese, you know, I'm sick of like, I don't want to hear the same phrases that other people say, um, or that we've heard before. And so like when some, and I'm not saying that I did this particularly well, I just like what I'm, what I want to try to do is try and like remove all that to maybe make it like really personal to us as a people, uh, so that it can feel like it can come from a genuine place from everybody. (laughs) Um, and so, but I do feel like, like we, we, we got pretty close to that. Um, you know, we tried to encapsulate that a little bit. Um, yeah. Is this, is this one of those, one of those ones that you took to somebody else and said, Hey, uh, help me whittle this down, help me refine this a little bit. Or was it kind of just you and a piano? I know we, um, the chorus, I pretty much came with, with myself. Um, in those first two verses, I came up by myself, but then the, the verses after that first chorus, um, I actually, I had conversations with Stephen and Whitney about it and, you know, just like, how do I say what I'm trying to say? Mm. How do we say what we're trying to say? And, you know, cause that's really difficult thing is to try and like, like songwriting is such a weird thing because you have a certain amount of syllables and you have a melody yeah. and like, you don't just want to like word vomit, you know, sentences either. Like it does need to be like a little bit of poetry to it. Um, but like, you also want to try and make sure people can understand it. Mm. And so that like the, um, so teach me what is simple to love with eternal ease. I'm giving you my checklist so, so you, you can, can set, set me free. free. Yeah. So that, that came from, um, the book, um, ruthless elimination of hurry, mm-hmm. you know, like that whole idea of, you know, like Jesus was his yoke is easy basically. And, um, it never seemed hard for him to love. And there's something eternally freeing about that, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, but then it's that net next verse, like Stephen, Stephen actually probably said something that was really cool. And I can't remember what it was, but I remember the three of us talking and just, you know, really talking about whatever, you know, like, how do we, how do we continue on with this and to say something more, to say something different without repeating ourselves and all that kind of stuff. Uh, last question for me, and this is kind of go with me for a second on this. Okay. Um, it technically doesn't have to do with the song, but realistically okay. writing songs overall. So I, I like doing this. I like finding, I love, I'm a, I'm a big kind of behind the scenes writing process type of nerd. Sure. How is it, or, or what does it feel like when you get to do that in your job? Like, like as part of your paid vocational sure. ministry, yeah. you get paid to write songs like this. Like what is, what is that feeling for you? Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, because I feel like this is the first time since I've done this, like the past year or so, this is the first time I've really tried to do it pretty seriously. Hmm. Um, and so like, you know, we have a plan over this year to like really be super intentional about what does it look like? Well, and, and even before COVID happened, like you had that, so he had this songwriting group that was getting together right, every yeah, Wednesday yeah, night yeah. and that kind of... I would say that was the genesis of yeah. it. And then COVID happened and yeah, we couldn't so do it. It's been about a year yeah. of, you know, cause we, yeah, we started that January of last year mm-hmm. and it went until like March. Mm-hmm. So I think the week everything shut down was the last time that we ever, that we met as yeah. a songwriting group. 
And yeah, just trying to be more intentional about it. I do uh, what I, I think that it's very difficult um, because I, it's not the only thing I can do for my job. Um, and so I'm like, not asking you to justify your job here. No, more, no, no, I know, more, I know you're not. More along the lines of you had said something about jobs being fulfilling. We were talking about something last week and yeah. um, somebody kind of going somewhere else and not feeling fulfilled right is it does it feel fulfilling oh yeah like it is it's a super well and honestly like i i like to do things with other people too Mm. um and so like i think for this this like i wrote this song myself um but i don't always want to do that um i don't want to just sit sit in a studio by myself and slave away um so like this is honestly like the a little bit of the antithesis of what like i think is actually probably the most fulfilling Mm. And like that songwriting group, seeing other people write songs, being a part of that in some way, shape or form, I think is way more fulfilling. Just like we have on the platform. Like I don't want to be the only person leading songs. I don't want to be the only person writing songs, producing songs. Like I want other people to be involved. And the more people we can get on in on that, like that, that to me is like the coolest thing. And like we've been able, like Whitney, I mean, like she's a a great songwriter. She's written two or three Um, right now. Yeah. I mean, that are just, that are really, really good. Deep thinker, Mm -hmm. deep feeler. Um, can really like craft a song like pretty well. The melodies she's, I mean, Steven and Erica are the same way. Like Shut Danny, up. Danny and Taisha at West Chase, like they write songs too. Yep. Um, and so like it's at Mason who played, you know, Mason McDonald, <laughs> uh, we call him Mace the Face. Mace the Face. Um, who's just, he, he has written songs before, you know, he was a part of that group. So like we just, we have people on our team who actually do that too. And so like ultimately it would, it's going to be, the goal is to get as many people in on that as possible. Well, and this is a little bit of an aside here too. We should probably wrap up. I could talk yeah. all day about this, but once you get a team, once once you get momentum, it's going to attract more momentum. Yeah. So like Danny and Taisha, they weren't here at the beginning of all of it, but you started doing stuff and then you kind of gathered one or two people on the team and then more people joined the team and then that begot more people on the team. Yeah. You know, that's a very... That's a very creative team thing, yeah. you know? Well, and, like, I think God's kingdom is more about multiplication than it is about addition. Yeah, agreed. Um, and so, you know, like, that's that's a really cool thing. Like, we can leverage that as a worship team for the glory of God. Mm. Um, and, and I do, like, there's something very cool. I mean, again, like, the, the thing with Christmas Eve, like, the fact that we got to do our songs as Bay Hope. Um, yeah. you know, like our songs, our, our renditions, our arrangements of this, like, I don't think it was just fun because it was fun. And that's what we wanted to do. Like it was a genuine expression and response yes. to Christmas time, um, that we were able to offer not just to God, but like also to everyone else, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can all, all sort of be in on that. Like, would you say it was your Christmas gift <laughs> to everybody? Those in, in, I got some really nice shoes. Yeah. Some Christmas shoes. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Mary, did you know? <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to wrap up here. Last simple little question. What's your favorite line of freedom? It's Sophie's Choice, right? So, Sophie's it's Cho-Cho. Def, the def. old Sophie's Cho-Cho. <laughs> the, the old SC. Uh, what's the second verse? Um, uh, I'm constant, oh, I think that second verse is probably the one that... Um, that's not a line. That's a whole verse. I know, but it's, it is, it's one, to me, it's one sentence. Um, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> or it just says... Um, I'm constantly distracted yeah. with my insecurities. So help me to release all my anxieties. Yeah. And like, I, I feel like I wrote that looking at my phone, you know, like I f- looking at like being wrapped up. Like I, 
uh, last year at some point I deleted Facebook. Not my own, like I still have a Facebook account and I still go on because I just shared this on Facebook. But like I deleted the app off my phone because I, I just felt myself getting sucked in to whatever that social media trap is. And I was like, I, I just feel like I'm living life in a fog. Mm. Um, and like, you know, I think that that's really based on our insecurities. I think that's based on the fact that like we're all anxious we're all like worried about comparing ourselves and all that. And like, that's not the way of Jesus. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for, thanks for chatting about hey, this. Thanks for, we're going to do talking this. About it. We're going to do the, anything else on this? Just watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah links are, links are below. Uh, you can also, is it on Spotify? Not yet. yet. So we, we are going to be, um, that was a I, leading question. I was, I was just talking to all the guys who are in common ground today, actually texting them and just being like, Hey, can we put this up on Spotify? Are you cool with that? Uh, freedom will definitely be up on Spotify here cool. pretty soon. Uh, are you going to do a studio? Version we're doing of a studio it? version of okay. it as well. Um, that should be coming out probably in March. And so. if you haven't yet, um, go grab our Spotify links. They're also below, not just the podcast link, but also Bayhop Worship Spotify link is also in the description of this. Um, always putting out good music. And yeah, that's my plug for Bayhop Worship. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, It's so cool to be part of this church that's doing stuff like that. It's so cool to be with you here live or on demand whenever we're listening to us. Thanks so much for being with us on this journey, this weird, interesting journey. We got to clear out the studio because we've got the boys from Figuring It Out coming in to record here. Yeah, they're going to be doing live video. Our two two handsome homes. Do we have a bleep button ready? (laughs) Got them. Cool. Hey, love you guys. Thanks so much for joining. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.